to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. I'm so glad you're here, James, darling. I've had a nasty, fruitless day and mommy needs to unwind. I'm sure you do. Mm. <laughs> so, Sheriff, what would you like to try first? The champagne or me? from Storybrook. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie Simone. And this is Ink on Your Fingers. How lame. <laughs> we also talk about ABC's hit series Once Upon a Time. How you doing, Anne-Marie? I just spilled my magic juice on myself. You just spilled your magic juice. <laughs> Party foul. Party foul. It's like ink on your fingers. It is. I'm telling you what. Like, the, yeah. I know you threw the pages in the well because you have magic juice on your shirt. Magic juice, magic juice, magic juice. Okay, sorry. That's what I get for dancing with my cup. But we're here (laughs) as we have been the past few weeks because we changed nights. Wednesday night, 8.30 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com with our wonderful chatters. I see Hope and uh, Angel. Angel. And our guest tonight. Our guest? Uh, we ho- have another guest? Yeah, hopefully a few more people will be hopping in there soon. I'm they sure they will. Do. And a lot of times they, they refresh they as hop we go in, on they and whatnot. Out, they hop but in. I, I guess we might as well go ahead and introduce our guest. Anne Marie, would you do the honors? Hi, this week our guest is CJ Boat from Geek IO. How you doing, CJ? I am good. How are you guys? Yay, excellent. Good. Excellent. Hey, uh, f- first off, uh, you guys do a ton of podcasts over there on Geek.io. I mean, uh, people say we podcast a lot. You guys podcast like 50 times more than we do. <laughs> well, it does help that um, I've gotten more people onto the network to actually assist with podcasting. So it's not face all over it all the time. That's, That's good. Fair. That's good. That's fair. You, you know what? You have definitely uh, – you've been, you've been bugging me to be on this show for a long, long time. And, you know, <laughs> like, like uh, we, we say okay and then we're not doing guests and then you're so busy and then I'm busy and then it's back and forth and back and forth. But we finally got you on. Woo! I'm I, here. Yay. Here to I'm talk. Ready to talk about the one show that I'm not allowed to talk about in any of my other ones. <laughs> oh, really? Have they forbidden you? Yes, because nobody else watches them. So I go on these tangents about once, and like my co-hosts, their eyes instantly start to glaze over. Nice. And they're, well, like, they're like rumple, rumple what skin? What? I, I don't understand. Rumple skin is the crocodile. <laughs> Y'all are nuts. I don't even understand. <laughs> okay, but I, I spray out Gus Gus randomly. <gasps> and understands what I'm talking about. I, Gus, and Gus. we all pull our, our Gus Gus's out. Uh, we Comically, have... I have yours. Oh, and I have – no, I have mine too. Yeah, they're all yours. Well, two-thirds are yours. Two th- two-thirds of the Gus Gus's. There's mine. We have oh. so many Gus Gus's. I love the Gus Not a drop to drink. Went out for your magic juice there, Amber. There we go. Yay! Uh, <laughs> excellent. He knows the inside jokes. I love it when they excellent. know the jokes. Definitely. Okay, so uh, let's see here. Emery, why don't you get us started? We're going to talk about the episode, of course. Of course. Why don't you get us started with the rhyming episode summary? With Emma's help, Hook is quick to recover. A knock at the door, 
Turns out it's his brother. Liam's the hero. Hook uh, emulated a betrayal at sea being unstated. The apprentice points Henry towards his broken pen. The sorcerer's mansion comes back again. Will Liam move Hook to lofty new zones? Siblings unite in this week's The Brothers Jones. Hey, 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 The Brothers Jones. Yeah, like, what's going on? <laughs> exactly. A lot better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> A lot better. What'd you think, Anne-Marie? Wake up, Emery. I, t- I asked you what you thought. Wait, Emery, Emery, wake up. I'm asking you a question. Couldn't Liam have gotten on that boat a lot earlier? <laughs> he probably could have. He probably could have. Um, I like the author stuff mm-hmm. and seeing The Apprentice again since I have some unfinished business with The Apprentice because <laughs> they killed him off screen. Yes. Like, yes. In, in one little mention. One brief dimension. But um, I didn't need the Liam story. Mm -hmm. I I didn't need that. You didn't need to find out how they became members of the the, the, uh, Navy? Nope. I was good. That's fair. Well, we, we did have you need, of... Did you need to know that story? I did. I've been I've been waiting days with bated breath. Yes, definitely. Uh, CJ, what you think? Uh, um, I was uh, silently <laughs> trying to take notes of what I would rather be doing than watching this episode. <laughs> That's yes, fair. I know that feeling. Uh, I too did not need to ever really see Liam ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, really didn't care. Yeah. And you know what? This didn't make it into my notes, but something that really bugged me. Mm-hmm. Was that Hook's major complaint was you were too good of a person. It was too hard to live up to. What you're such a jerk for being such a good person, Liam. Yep. And, I mean, obviously he found out he wasn't a good person, but uh, but then or, or, or he did a bad thing rather. He did a bad bad. But at the same time, that's such a shallow, weird complaint, you know. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, in over over in the chat room, Hope says that uh, she loves the episode. It was great to see Hook's motives and why he's uh, uh, so clean and good form. Yeah. Which I yeah and I, I I did write in my notes that uh you know this was at least one episode it was another case this season which I think they've been doing a really good job with of finding holes that haven't been completely exploited in the in the timeline yet <laughs> yes uh, <laughs> a- Angel said as soon as Killian said he's never done a bad thing in his life I automatically guessed that Liam did a bad thing mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> And I hope ask if I have older siblings. Uh, no, not really. Nah, not really. No, not really. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we'll leave it there. And we'll leave it at that. You know what? That brings me to. Uh, that reminds me of something, though. In Your that, first point. That thing is the sorcerer's appendix. <laughs> Because uh, because we kind of get an appendix to uh, the story of the sorcerer, which we thought was all wrapped up last season after the Camelot arc and you know dark swans and dark Killians and dark hooks and everything dark, was dark. Yeah, thousands yes. of dark. I mean, dozens. I mean, six I mean, dark. A ones couple guys bought wandering cakes. around. There was Story apparently an animal. It it, it 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 was ScreamCon and Storybrooke, <laughs> and everyone had had the uh, had the uh, the costumes on. No, but you know Merlin died last season. But it, it, where is Merlin? I, I was. Well, I, I'm getting there. I'm okay. getting there. But first of all, we get to see the Sorcerer's Mansion again. Which did, wasn't I just talking about this last week? Yes, we all thought like, the lease ran up. Yeah, like uh, why haven't they used the Sorcerer's Man or, or uh, Mansion in forever? You know? I think it's a different house. You think it's a different I house? I think it's a CGI'd room because mm-hmm. it's not so well, awesome. Well, it's always been a CGI'd room, I think. Well, then they're safe because why did they need, like, the outside? We didn't really get the full big wide shot. Mm-hmm. We saw them at a door. It could have been any door in Storybrooke. 
that they were knocking on. We saw the entranceway with some cobwebs and Henry going, ha, I'm not standing here and walking away. Like, I don't think it was the same house. But I, it's, oh, it's go ahead. because that uh, that set is incredibly expensive and they have to spend so much. Oh, yeah, well, sorry. You cut out there a little bit. Oh, there we go. There we go. Yes. I said that set is incredibly expensive and they have to spend a lot more money on Hades hair this season. Oh, <laughs> yeah, all hair. the budget is going to his head and it doesn't it's not worth it. It's not looking good at <laughs> no. all. It's so bad. Yeah. I think they're just committed at this point that they have to use it at least once an episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every time Boss McBeal guy shows up, it's just like, yeah, I have to have the hair light up at least once. Yeah, yep. like they, they got a bulk deal mm-hmm. on, on Hades' hair. Like, you have to use it once per episode, and we'll shave $10 off the price of the CGI. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing about the Sorcerer's uh, Mansion, though, that kind of kind of got me, why is his house in Underbrook when he isn't? Uh, like, sh- mm-hmm. surely Merlin, especially considering the, the way, way he, he went out. Yeah. Like he must have some unfinished business. Why is he not there? And how did it ha- his house get there? And I'm still so confused about the nature of Underbrook. Like I just see CJ. We, yes. we, what, what are your thoughts? First of all, you know we didn't talk to you during the Camelot arc. Did you like uh, the whole Camelot arc and Merlin and all that? I actually didn't. I didn't mind it. I enjoyed it. Um, it was certainly better than some of the other arcs that they had on, on this show. <laughs> that I love consistently for some reason. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't. I didn't mind the. I didn't mind it. Uh, some of it was kind of weird, but for the most part, oh, ah! you ducked out a little bit there. there We're again, losing CJ. you. Why is my microphone doing this lately? I apologize. It's okay. It's okay. Oh no, okay, you're nope. still ducked out. Still ducked out a little bit. Wah, wah. Nope, nope. No. Ah. Oh. Whoa. Talk now. Am I back? Yes. Yes. Don't okay. move. You're back. I'm you're, not moving. You're stuck in that <laughs> position I'm holding, now. I'm holding my microphone here <laughs> for anybody who's looking at video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really should have thought out this microphone setup. Um, no, I enjoyed the uh, Merlin stuff of the store uh, of the uh, Camelot. Camelot arc. The the CG castle was a little bit much, but for the most part, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I I just feel like like he needs to show up at some point like even like, as a tree if if nothing else yeah to explain the house because he was a tree like he was a tree supposedly when the house came over or whatever like yeah i i i, I need some more explanation for merlin i have unfinished business yeah. with merlin and, yeah, we and all the do. apprentice we all do yes. for sure so there's I, and one other thing i wanted to mention and then you have a lot to talk about hit the house too <laughs> you like how i just like, uh, kept going yeah but, but uh one thing i noticed that was kind of weird was that uh you, you know how they go to the sheriff's office to get the key to the sorcerer's house and yeah. everything snow mentioned the key is in the sheriff's uh, office just like the sorcerer said and uh did she say that first? yeah yeah she said oh it's just like the sorcerer said first off it was Henry who said it. Yep. Second, he said the sorcerer's apprentice told him, not the sorcerer. Third, you know this dude like pretty freaking well. Why don't you just call him Merlin? Why do you have to say the sorcerer? Yep. Just say, oh yeah, Merlin told me, or you know whatever. Come on, week all around snow. Like, it, did it ain't her fault? Was there not like a continuity person on set? To they were on vacation. That? I guess probably. They, uh, they were on vacation. They Real. were left back in Storybrooke. <laughs> Real Storybrooke. <laughs> in, the, in the Overwood. In the Overbrook. Okay. So the Sorcerer's House slash the light magic storage facility, which mm-hmm. is basically what the Sorcerer's House is. Okay. So the apprentice tells Henry that his unfinished business is helping Henry make the right decision while in the underworld. Why is that his unfinished business? They mm-hmm. weren't going to the underworld when the apprentice died. So did he go on to a better place and then get ripped back down 
to the underworld? I don't know. Like, I, I, I think the, the whole pen being having unfinished business and stuff is kind it's of a, a pen, people. Yeah. <laughs> it's sentient. a sentient pen. pen is sentient. <laughs> it is a pen. It makes no <laughs> sense. Oh, uh, this just in from the chat room. Hope said that Adam admitted to making a continuity mistake in this episode. I wonder if it was the one I just mentioned. Possibly. I don't know, but. Possibly. Okay. Uh, the apprentice also tells Henry that the magic rules for the quill are different here. In the real world, Henry wouldn't be able mm. to bring somebody back to life. In the underworld, he can. My, that's convenient to our storyline. I know, I know. It's it, 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 it was definitely it definitely felt tacked on. Like they they were just making the change just because they needed to to make yep. the story make sense or yep. something like. That. Uh, they they needed a way out. So mm. what's Henry gonna do? Write everybody out. Um, all of the sorcerer's light magic is stored in this house. Okay. So why wasn't the book room the first place that they looked once they looked in Snow's closet? Cause I give it, that makes sense to look there first because mm-hmm. that's where it first had appeared. Yeah. But once we knew that all of the light magic was in the house, why wouldn't you go to the room that had hundreds and hundreds of story blank storybooks? Mm-hmm. Does that not make sense to anyone else to go to the storybook room? Yeah, yeah, you'd think that'd be the the, the second place they'd look. At least sure. the second place, and yeah. why is it Liam that's going there? He does. <laughs> he shouldn't even know about that room. He should be looking in a broom closet because he's not in this story, really. Mm-hmm. Um, why was the quill and the ink in a lampshade? That's just yeah, weird. Yeah, who stashed it there? That's like, just weird. I don't understand. Because then it's hiding from somebody else. Nobody else can use it except for the author. Mm-hmm. So unless you have a dead author down there who's going to reclaim the pen as their own. Yeah. I don't get it. Unless okay. Walt is down there, like, looking for the pen. I Tom Hanks just show up as <laughs> Walt Disney. <laughs> I, I, I would love that. that. They don't have the budget for that. No, but it'd be nice. <laughs> they don't have the budget for that. They could get Colin Hanks, probably. <laughs> they probably could. <laughs> yes. You know what? I think that's okay. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Okay. Also, what else is in there? If all of the light magic items are there, mm-hmm. um, I, I where? What else is there? There's a lot of cloth. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cloth covering things <laughs> in the underworld. So, I questions. I, I, I feel like, uh, you know, you don't bring something back like the Sorcerer's House uh, that you haven't addressed the entire season. No. Unless you're planning on using it for something. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, Tensor Guy popped in and popped out on the chat room. Hello, uh, hi, goodbye. hi and bye, Tensor Guy. Hi and goodbye. Hi and bye, Tensor Guy. Um, yeah, yeah, but <laughs> it definitely feels like like it's going to end up being a, a major plot point. So I just, uh, I, I just hope they bring Merlin back with it. I know I keep harping on that. We it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I have one more little thing with the sorcerer's house why is liam the one to open the door mm-hmm. he's like i have you know the least amount to lose sure you have the least amount to lose because you've been dead for what one can only guess is hundreds of years at this point mm-hmm. but if anyone should be able to open this door it is henry who the sorcerer himself has chosen to be the author, <laughs> and there is an item of his on the inside. Multiple items of his. Well, Henry's kind of been getting the short shrift anyway. The short shrift? The short shrift. Yeah. The short shrift. That's because he's being an emo teenager. Yeah. I found that insulting. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that was what I was going to say. Like, why are they treating him like a child? He probably is the most powerful or almost most powerful mm-hmm. of them because he can just change things if he wants. Especially after, you know, last season during the season finale, he saved every. They yep. he saved their butts. Yep. 
Like, if it wasn't for Henry, they'd still be stuck in that weird alternate universe And some thing. of them would be dead. Yeah, definitely. So then they would be in the underworld. I can't go there. <laughs> CJ, what are, you, what, are you, what are your thoughts on Henry? Um, I mean, uh, other than they're trying to make him into some weird Jedi, um, which I... <laughs> Uh, which I'm going to touch on in my points here. Um, yeah, he seems he's woefully underused. Um, I mean, it's for somebody for being such a major plot point in every single season so far. Mm-hmm. They 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 just don't use him to his fullest. I mean, it's 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 kind of it's just kind of they keep lending him into these. Oh, sorry, you uh, cut uh, out a little bit again there, CJ. They keep lending him into these. <laughs> uh, am I back? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're back. Okay. I don't. I apparently my cord is dying on my microphone. I apologize. Uh, they keep letting him into these really strong arcs, and then just abandoning them halfway through, forgetting that he is, you know, one of the most, if not the most important person on here. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like I, they, they did give him a halfway decent arc in the last half season, where he, you know, he he met a girl and. You know, all that kind of stuff. Coming soon. At the same time, I, I feel like they're definitely angling for him to maybe maybe step up again in the season finale. I could definitely see that. But happen. why does he only get, like, mid-season and season finales to be, like, important? Child, like, child labor law, laws? I don't oh, know. Oh, please. He's, like, 17 now. <laughs> he's probably legally emancipated from his parents. No, no, no. He's mm. only 13. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I don't know. Nice. Okay, uh, CJ, you wanted to talk a little bit, and uh, you'll notice in the doc I moved your points around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> But But, uh, but uh, I, I, you wanted uh, to, to bring up some stuff about the, the camera work so far. Yeah, uh, I am, and, and those who'd listen to any of the other stuff, that I, I am a cinematography nerd. I did it in high school. Mm-hmm. I, I've studied a lot i've done critiquing of film and everything like that so i'm a big stickler for cinematography and especially using cg um <laughs> one <laughs> i mean the the red lens fil- filter is really getting annoying and plus i'm wondering how much their budget is for uh awkwardly placed red cellophane <laughs> yeah i mean it seems they're putting more money into that than actual outfits which is kind of ridiculous yeah. <laughs> I guess it's, I guess it's cheaper than building a whole new set for the underworld, though, because yeah. they can just you know use what they are they've already contracted out in Stevenson. <laughs> yeah, um, and per the CG, especially when it comes to Hades, while I mm. love him and he's one of the few reasons to keep watching this season, mm. uh, it's he the CG around him just is not not great at all. Mm-hmm. Um, in his plot line, in particular Hades, and on this one, um, his plot line in this story made no sense to me personally. Um, why, why did he want the boat to sink? I don't understand. Oh, I'm well, sure we're going to get a flashback well, for that next. I, week. I think. I think basically uh, the situation was he just wanted uh, new souls for the underworld. But it, I'm sorry, that was Rumpelstiltskin, not Hades. Yeah. Try again. <laughs> new, new souls for the underworld. Was that was that? <laughs> that Hades? was, that was, better. Oh, that was, was better. Definitely Hades. better. So he's what Davy Jones and the Jones Trio here. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I, I was yeah. about to try and do like a monkeys thing, but I, I haven't mean, seen the, the monkeys in long enough. I, your I, outfit. And the, hey, the, hey, the we're the Hades. <laughs> People say we hate around. around. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I, see, listeners, I can contribute to the singing on this show, too. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take much to get us started, either. Yeah, and it doesn't take much to match us in quality. No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> so, but but uh, yeah, I, I think the basic point was, for some reason... 
he had the power to save them from the the storm, but he didn't have the power to kill the other people in the storm, so he needed Liam's help. And that's driving me nuts. It was just like for some reason he, his powers were artificial, artificially limited. He couldn't kill people, but he could save people. I, I didn't quite right. understand it. Yeah, and, magic would materialize a diamond, which mm-hmm. sapphire. It was a sapphire. A sapphire, sorry, mm-hmm. which the king wanted and had a ransom for, and mm-hmm. that was so makes no sense. Yeah, and hope over. Hope over in the chat room says, uh, "Yeah, you know, I love Wonderland, but I have to say this feels like Wonderland CGI. Oh, Wonderland CGI oh, yes. was awful. Wonderland oh, CGI was the worst for yes. sure. Yes, um, they also point out that Jared Gilmore is only fifteen. He's okay, still only fifteen. I don't know how he's only fifteen still." Um, but there are child actor laws, but they're not that limited because mm. let us refer to any other show that has a child. Well, I'll say that, you know, uh, the episode that Jared Gilmore did sort of, uh, star in, star in was shot in such a way, largely on green screen, largely with one or two other actors at the time that I, I kind of felt like they were, they had been shooting that entire, ep- that episode throughout the season like picking up oh, here and there and like whenever he could be on set yeah i it didn't feel to me like they they did a dedicated shoot with him because he was in almost every scene does he maybe go to regular school still maybe because if he goes to regular school that could be instead of having a tutor on set mm-hmm. that would also change things because he can't leave for you know i wonder if they let since he's an author i wonder if they let him write his school books i highly doubt it be nice it's a magic it's like a glittering <laughs> middle school pen that he's using now yeah, yeah. Like, girl hill and henry yeah, <laughs> Mahenry Grahill, something like that. Wow, I got there. Not really though. Nope, Not moving really. right along. Okay, you know what? We're gonna be right back to talk more. Once upon a time, in just a second. First of all, we have a couple little bits of business we mm-hmm. want to uh, approach here. First of all, most importantly, well, not most importantly, think- but semi-importantly. Uh, we do have a Patreon. Amory, why don't you tell them about the Patreon? Hi, we have a Patreon over at patreon.com slash universe box. Um, it's a great way for you to make donations to our lovely podcast. Yes, not, not um, only this one, but Legends of Gotham. And we're so lost. We're so lost, the lost podcast. The lost podcast. Um, you can make a donation starting at 10 cents a month, really, 10 cents. It's in your couch, it's in your pocket now. Mm. Um, you know, round up on your Starbucks and fork it on over. <laughs> so, but, you know, we have all sorts of rewards. We are planning on a patron hangout on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fact. Yes. Fact yes. Uh, yeah. Monday. Monday the 4th. Which Monday is around the Monday. usual time, 830 p.m. EST mm-hmm. at live.universebox.com. If you're a patron. You can join in with us. Yes. If you're not a patron, you can just listen. You can and play come in the watch chat room. and hang out in the chat room and ask us questions, and, and you can donate while you're there and mm-hmm. hop in. Yeah, definitely, Be definitely. I, we we've had people do that before, like mm-hmm. chip in like uh you know a buck or something cents. like yep. fifty cents or a buck. And uh, right now we currently have we got a little dip here, and it's probably because it's the first of the month, and that's how it works sometimes. <laughs> Uh, but uh, we, we he says it's the first of the month when it's the thirtieth. Oh well, it's almost <laughs> the first of the month. It's almost the first of the month. Uh, but we currently have thirty patrons giving us one hundred and thirty-six dollars per month, and we love each and every one of you. Mm-hmm. If if we were stuck in Underbrook, we would send someone back to the overworld to kill you to bring you down with us, so wow. we could stay with you forever. Wow! And move on to a boat. Like we wow. put you on the boat to go with us out out onto that great mystical ocean. If you want to spend eternity with us, go to <laughs> patreon.com slash universe box and uh, give us some support. Uh, we'd really, really appreciate it. 
I'm sorry if you choose to spend eternity with us, but we'll bring magic juice. What? I, I threatened to kill all of our listeners. Wait, what's the problem? I don't understand. I don't understand. Okay. FBI at the door. <laughs> Before we get back to the main discussion, though, we did get a voicemail this week from someone who didn't identify themselves at all. So yes. I think we have no idea it. who you are. So whoever this is, listener, let us know. Uh, you know, because that'd be great. And uh, then we'll get back back into the discussion. Mystery caller, take mm-hmm. it away. Just want to make two quick little observations. Um, I like the idea that forgiveness is part of the way that you move on, mm-hmm. and that includes forgiving yourself, which is a really good oh. philosophical point. Also, mm-hmm. it occurs to me: is it possible that the Selena's baby is not Robin's, in which case it may be Hades. Just a thought. Thank you. Bye-bye. I don't know. We, I think we I think we had someone, a uh, mystery caller, suggest that last week, too. And we did. I'm not sure how I feel about that theory because it's, it feels like Robin would know that... Not necessarily. Well, I mean, he would, he would obviously know that they had attempted to procreate. Yes, uh, but that to, doesn't necessarily make him the daddy. It. Yeah, that's true. That, that, that happens be, all the time. That could be her covering mm-hmm. and finding a daddy because she doesn't like the actual daddy. Very true. Uh, CJ, what do you think? What do you think on the whole? Do you think uh, baby uh, – oh, what is it? Baby uh, – Pistachio. Pistachio is, is truly Robin's kid or do you think it's a, a Hades misdirect? I think it's a Hades misdirect to be honest. Mm. Interesting. Uh, it just seems like that's fitting into the uh, god demigod kind of uh, mythos that is familiar in the Greek storylines. Oh yeah, so, so it'll be like Bizarro Hercules. It'll be Hades, like half human kid. Yeah. Or well, I guess no, Zelina's well, Zelina's humanish. Green skin with flaming blue hair. It's gonna mm. pop out and just be screaming. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it, um, it'll and hope points out. Hope points out that Zelina also had a shortened pregnancy thanks to Dark One Emma. So we really never know when she was like due. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, the way pregnancies go on TV, who knows anyway? It was accelerated. That's it was for accelerated sure. Accelerated by onion rings. You know what? This reminds me of something. Does it? And by this, I don't mean our conversation just now. I mean this episode and this entire half season. And that <laughs> oh, well something yes. is Once Upon a Time Season 1. And this is a very familiar problem we're having here. Uh, I, I, I really feel like one of the big issues with this story this half season is that they're constantly trying to recreate the magic of the first season, maybe the first couple seasons, without embracing all these new elements they're introducing. Interesting. Uh, you, you know, first of all, all the season one things we saw in this episode, uh, the book, mm-hmm. uh, the white rabbit, uh, there being a curse, all this stuff is very season – the rip pages, mm-hmm. you know, all these callbacks to season one. And, and even uh, – I think it was Regina. Yeah, I, I can't it was. Uh, who said, everything up here ha- – up there has a version down here. I, we, which this is another big problem. And it's taking away a lot of the drama, mm-hmm. I, I feel, because, you know, our heroes always know the solution. They've always run into a s- similar situation in uh, Storybrook mm-hmm. uh, for to do when they're dealing with something in under Underbrook. Underbrook. So you, you know, it doesn't really feel while there are challenges for them. There's no real mysteries for them to solve. So there's no mysteries for us to get caught up with. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all just it, it kind of feels like Once Upon a Time's greatest hits in, in a lot of ways. And uh, as much as it's been nice seeing old characters, mm-hmm. I wish they were more fully leaning into the direction of something new. Like, 
have Hades, have Hercules, expand that out, lean it, do a whole underworld, uh, Greek pantheon yep. sort of storyline instead of just, oh, we're going to have these characters come in, but we're still going to say it's still going to basically be Storybrooke. Oh, we, the book and Liam and Cruella and all this stuff you've seen before. We're just going to revisit it instead of really introducing something new and innovative. Yeah. It, it feels very dull. Yeah. A little yeah. bit basically i i I will say since she's leaving the chat room hope says uh, i love the episode i can i can always get more killian and liam is a fave of mine i missed uh, his beard i give it 16 out of 20 tears of my crying over liam all right thank you very much hope i what do you think cj i how are you enjoying the uh the the approach this half season oh you're cut out cut out a little Ah. bit <laughs> Apparently, I need to go buy another microphone cable. Uh, <laughs> uh, it feels very half-hearted. Um, it mm-hmm. it seems like I completely agree with you on the uh, they're trying to capture lightning in a bottle again, mm-hmm. and it seems like they're just throwing things away randomly when they could make a very good story out of it. I mean, when Hercules and Megara were there for an episode, I'm like, oh, well, mm-hmm. that'll be cool. They're going to be here for a while. Wait, what? What's happening? Yeah. Yeah, the greatest um, crime against a character since uh, Rapunzel. Yeah, definitely. oh yes. <gasps> yeah. Um yeah, I was so I was so excited to see speaking of Rapunzel, I was so excited to see that take on it and just abandon it in 5 minutes. I'm like I have no mm-hmm. idea. Oh, you cut out a little bit again. <laughs> I have no idea why it was uh, why such a big deal was made out of her casting for her to be used for literally five minutes. Mm-hmm. I think the reason they made such a big deal is because they did um racially blind yeah. casting. That's mm-hmm. the only reason they made it. And because we don't have many black actors on no. the show. Yeah. Like, so it was a really big deal. I think that was before we had, or around when we got Lancelot. Mm. That reminds me, poor one out for Gus Gus. Oh, Gus Gus! <laughs> Gus Gus. Come on, you film in Vancouver. Stop going to conventions, <laughs> Jared. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know if we've talked about this on the show before, but you do see Billy the Mechanic's tow truck behind a. It's in like every episode, like for half of the episode. Mm -hmm. I need him to make an appearance. Definitely. I should start pleading to him on Twitter. Talk about a character who had unfinished business. Dude got cut in half. Mm -hmm. Cut in half. (laughs) Cut in half with the blossoming romance to boot. I know. I know. Uh, Yeah, and uh, Angel in the chat room says, I really wanted to see Herc and Meg's relationship develop and uh, them helping the team. And Mm -hmm. like, uh, why was Meg with Killian in that prison in the first place? Thank you. Exactly. I just still don't understand that. Mm. We're never going to get that story. And I mean, you could have had a great God versus God fight in Mm. this. And, you know, it would have been something that you could have very well, very played with very, very well. And I can't help but thinking the uh, the heaven multiverse that they have going on is going (laughs) to end up somehow pouring into Underbrook. I, I just call it, I guess, hopeless optimism. I certainly don't think that's going to be the last we see of Herc and Meg. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I honestly think that 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 the 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 new Fifty Two Heaven is going to open <laughs> up and show itself one more time in a more in a more meaning way. Yeah, well, I, I I think I think I said something along those lines in that when we were discussing that episode mm-hmm. that you know if you ascend to godhood isn't part of the deal you can come and go as you please. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, but so. are they really going to come to the underworld? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't yeah, know. he has friends there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and Meg, you know, you know how it is. I mean, she has his claws. She has her claws into Herc now. Yep. Hey, my friend who helped me escape from the prison within the prison within the prison is still down there. We should go help him. Yeah, Hades is bothering him. You should go help him, Herc. Hey, Herc. Hey, Herc. Hey, Herc. Go do this, Herc. 
<laughs> okay, Amory, you want to talk a little bit about Liam, right? <laughs> sure, let's talk some more about Liam. Okay. <laughs> let's go back to that story. So Liam chooses to sacrifice himself to save Killian as a way – and he gets to move on to a better place. Um Instead of Orson because he filled out his unfinished business. Fine. I can accept that the brothers, you know, that mm-hmm. was his business. But once Hades poofs himself out of there because he's mad, mm-hmm. um, why does Hook just get to tell the rest of the crew, hey, guys, get on the boat. You're good now. <laughs> <laughs> How does he get know going? that's their unfinished business? Well, I think I think he mentions that their unfinished business was resolving the whole thing that happened with Liam. No, that- it was finding out the truth. Finding out he the says truth. it was finding out the truth. Why is finding out the truth? How do you know that one of them didn't leave like a pregnant girlfriend back home mm-hmm. and he has to do something with that? Or this guy, you know, stole money from his mother and hid on the ship. Mm-hmm. How do you know that this was their biggest unfinished business? But by the Killian. way, I, I have to say, like, you know, for, for a boat going to Liam's version of heaven. Yeah. That thing was on wheels. There was not a wave to be found in that sea. <laughs> that like, rolled it, it, nice and slick. Rolled. Like that a, was such bad. Like, I'm looking at that, like, there's, I don't even understand what in the world is going on. <laughs> yep. See, I, I kind of got the impression in that scene, though, that Hades poofed out because he, he couldn't be in the presence of the, the better place. Yeah. Oh. Like, like he, he was like, oh, drat, I got to go. But I'll get you, Hook. I'll get you. Yeah. And your little brother too, big yeah. brother. Yeah, something. Yeah, I don't know. I was going there, but yeah. that's next week, I guess. Yeah, that is next week. <laughs> that's totes next week. Totes, magoats. Totes, magoats. So yeah, I just it really bothered me that you know we had like seven more people get their unfinished business finished, and mm-hmm. they did nothing. Yeah, they went in with their little sticks in their bags. That actually just made mm-hmm. me laugh hysterically. Like they had a little stick, and on the boat they went. I forgot I had a thing. Speaking speaking of uh, you know those pirates and everything, we'd be remiss because I they basically it was what Long John Silver, right? Yep. Long John yeah. Silver was in this episode, mm-hmm. and uh, he had a pretty decent showing uh, overall. Although I, I these feel, are uncomfortable. I How feel like you? he was he was under Amory's wearing the glasses from last for uh, those who last were couple weeks, by the way. Uh, but yeah, if he, he felt very underused. Like I felt I, I felt like I wanted more. I felt. Actually, I felt like his portrayal was more interesting than the Blackbeard character that they've featured in every episode for Thanks. forever. I, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I feel like uh, I feel feel like him falling into hell was a misstep. Yep. Did, did you like Long John Silver, CJ? Yeah, it was it was fun seeing it there. And when I when I saw them back on the ship, I'm like, oh no, we're, we're going to get more Blackbeard. We're uh, Long John mm-hmm. Silver. Okay, sure, why not? Let's, let's go what? with this. They just wanted to bring another name in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's what it was. And, and for things like that, with bit characters like that, I'm completely good with that. Just shove as many story characters in this because I, I mean, let's face it, that's what we come to Once Upon a Time for. We want you know just as many names as we possibly can have into it, as long as you don't make it such a big deal about it and then kill them off in five minutes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, you know, or at least like have a decent arc or something like that. Like I, he he didn't really have an arc. He was he no. was, he was just like there to kind of like mess with people, but then he didn't end up, end up being the the true villain. No. <laughs> sorry. God, I was just gonna say that um, mutiny happened rather easily on that boat. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't like him very much. And apparently, no. Yeah, but he gave in so quickly. Least like, loyal pirates ever. All right, guys. <laughs> they weren't pirates, though. They were no. just like bad guys. 
They, yeah, they, true. They were, uh, I don't know. Okay. They were okay. Mutineers, apparently. That was their job title, Mutineer. It's on their business cards. Okay, uh, CJ, you want to talk a little bit about the direction this season has been going, right? Yeah. Uh, and I just read ahead and I love this point so, so very much. <laughs> Why does it feel like like nobody informed the showrunners uh, why didn't why does it feel like nobody told adam and eddie that they were even being considered for being renewed the entire season just feels like hey we're gonna fill up as many plot holes as we possibly can yep we've listened to community here's a plot hole for liam here's a plot hole for pan here's a plot hole for the blind witch fill them all up because we're not gonna get another season oh no we got another season what are we gonna do <laughs> exactly what to do? What to do? Ah, ah, run around Dark crazy. one, Gus Gus. <laughs> Dark one, Gus Gus. He would be so good at that. <laughs> I, I Only if he transforms okay, okay. into a literal Gus Gus every now and again. <laughs> like, he could. Giant, dark one, ma- giant mouse. Wow. Yeah. Yes. That would be great. But, but yeah, def- definitely. You it know, has that feeling. It, all all the, the greatest hit stuff I was talking about earlier. The fact that they killed the entire main cast and sent them to hell. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> With but, no way out. They literally have no way out except mm-hmm. Henry's pen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he, he, but he, he he's committed not to using it. Oh, here's an easy way out. We're Sorry, I'm too it. good for that. I'm not gonna, Yeah, like. <sighs> yeah, we, we, we could just wrap the. We can close this door. Literally, he can't touch us. I mean, Liam proved to us we can't. he can't touch us on the top, on the top of the world uh, in, in Overbrook. We can just yeah. like, all right, and they all lived happily ever after. The end. Done. No, Henry, st- stop. Just stop. Yep. <laughs> yep. I don't get it. But yes, it definitely feels like no one told them they were mm-hmm. at all. Maybe they were just like, if we write a really bad season, they won't renew us. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were trying to get out of it or because do, don't it Adam and Eddie have that new series yeah. on ABC Family now? Yep, it's they, a summer season too. Yeah. It's, not, it's not called that. It's called Freeform. Freeform. Sorry. Freeform. Sorry. Hashtag Freeform. Totes. <laughs> <laughs> Fellow kids. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, but weak sauce, weak mm-hmm. sauce, weak sauce. Yes. Like, uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Me, as much as like two episodes back, even last week to a degree, me and Amory were were pretty pretty okay with the episodes. This week, I I feel was a, for us was a little worse than the 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 hundredth episode, the mid season premiere. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it just felt like so. It felt so lifeless and so pointless. And like if it, it felt. Like going through the motions in a lot of ways. Yeah, like, yeah it, it and we're missing like, half of the cast. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It did feel like they were just kind of when they were writing, they got ink on their fingers and Hades blew on it a couple times, and then that's how <laughs> and they there was. the script. Yeah, yeah. What was with the ink on the fingers? What, too? what is that? Like, that makes no sense. Yeah. How is that ink still wet? I don't understand. Yeah. After uh-uh. ten minutes, even if it's magic ink, it dries. Yep. Like I don't understand. Did Did he have like caustic fingers or something? Did he have like hydrofluoric acid fingers right. or something? Like I. I don't and know. how did they know to look for that? That makes no mm-hmm. sense. Also, again, another perfect opportunity for her just to come out and say, hey, remember, I have a superpower. I know when people are lying. Never <laughs> mentioned at all. Not once. Yeah. They haven't mentioned that in about a year and a half. I know, mm-hmm. but it's the perfect opportunity. Trust Emma when she tells you people are lying. She knows these things. It, unless they're lying and she and she believes them wholeheartedly. She wants and she to never believe brings them. up the story or the, uh, the lie. The superpower, yeah. rather. Yeah. Like yeah. there, there are very a lot of glaring omissions with that that superpower. Superpower, <laughs> yeah. Okay, but speaking of Emma, oh, uh, must we? Yes, 
Just a little bit here. A little Captain Swan talk uh, for for all you Captain Swan shippers out there. Don't mind me. Oh, uh, actually, Monica in the chat room brings up a good point. Uh, Uh Says that, uh, you know, that happened with Babylon 5. It was written to be five seasons, and they were told, nope, ended after season four. And then it was so great. Oh, wait, we want a fifth season. So they had nowhere to go. (gasps) I think that that happened with Community, too, I think. They they, did that, too. Yeah. With Community, they kept writing the last season. And then they kept getting picked up by Yahoo or somebody. Uh, yeah. would be, couldn't they just go, guys? No, really, we're out. We've got <laughs> nothing. Chuck yeah. did that a couple of times. Where like, we are obviously going to pay off every single bit here. Oh no, Subway bought us out, so we actually have to produce another <laughs> season. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now everyone's a spy. Yeah. <laughs> now Morgan's a spy too. Yeah. Sure, why not? Um, okay, but back ca- ca- Captain, Swan. Captain Swan talk. Right, Woo, hashtag ca- Captain Swan. Yes, oh. definitely. Hashtag uh, Team Bill Meeks. Yeah. Um, I, I'm really getting tired of Emma not respecting Hook's wishes. <laughs> this is a running Let theme. Let him die. Yes. You know, it, it's a pattern that's been going on. First, she turns him into the dark one when he doesn't want to be turned into the dark one. She rescues him after he makes this heroic sacrifice. He's like, no, let me go. I'll save everybody. And she's like, okay. Okay, oh, now no, we're gonna no, go. No, no, we're really... gonna go save you. Yeah. And plus, your sacrifice didn't mean anything because Rumpel had a bottle of magic. But we won't get into that. <sighs> uh, you know, if you li- love somebody, listen go. to what they have to say. Respect their wishes. In fact, it, it, it's gotten to the point where this has happened so many times, and Hook won't say anything because he loves her and he doesn't want to hurt her or be like, oh, you know, offend her because she's she is trying to help him in a way. But it was refreshing to see Liam come and confront Emma about this situation because Hook's not going to say it. I'm glad someone will. I'm glad Liam was able to say it. You yeah. know? Yeah. Hey, c- come on, Emma. You're stuff. Every time he says, I want to do something, you're like, no, no, no this is better for you. You want to come back with me, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. In fact, it, it's getting to the point where I feel like Emma's not take, t- taking any of his viewpoints into consideration at all. Even in the scene uh, where her and Regina are talking about this whole situation, uh, you know, Emma. Emma tells Hook about Liam uh, confronting her, and he's like, "You mean Regina?" But yeah, Regina. And then Regina's like, "Well, what does Hook think?" And uh, Emma's like, "Well, Hook, he kind of agrees with him." Hook wants to say that too, and Regina just dismisses it, dismisses it like, "Oh, he just hasn't forgiven him, him, himself yet. He doesn't know." But she what's rolls good her eyes him. first. Yeah, she kind of was like, "Oh God." Yeah, and on. then Emma Emma just falls right in line with it. Like they they're they're not letting Hook make decisions about his life or after or death, you know. <laughs> I, you know, like he doesn't even know what's good for him. Yeah. Although I will say towards the end of the episode, Hook does get a little wishy-washy with it. He tells his brother that he's going to move on after defeating Hades. Like, this is my unfinished business, Liam. And then I'll be right there to pirate heaven or sailor heaven uh, with you. And then three minutes later, later, yeah, he turns around and tells Emma that, you know what? He wants to go back. And you know what? It's what Liam would have wanted, even though. Why didn't you tell Liam that two minutes ago? When he tried to pull you on a boat to go to heaven. Yeah. Why did you tell basically the the dying man what he wanted to hear and then turn around? No, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not going to throw your ashes out in the ocean. I'm just going to throw you in a cardboard box and throw you in the dump. Wow. That's basically what Hook did. Wow. So I I don't know. Maybe Emma's not listening to what Hook wants because Hook doesn't know what he wants. You have water or hater aid? I have I have a little of both. Well, I, I, a little hook hook or hater aid. Oh, I, whoa, I never whoa. back away back away from the back away. Yeah, back away from the comment. Back away from the comment. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see. Over in the chat room. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> back uh, away. Back away. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, Bobby says, but in the end, they both realized that she was right. Um, and then CJ's talking in there. So I'm not – you have a voice on the show. I'm not going to talk about what you're saying in there. He CJ. never said that he was going with Liam, says the Bobby. No, I – he, he well, still doesn't he, agree. <laughs> he, he, he didn't. He didn't say he was going with Liam. He said he'd be moving on after they took out Hades. Yeah. So I don't know if all like uh, CJ said the the multiverse, the new fifty two of afterlifes. Yeah. If they all mesh up together, if there's like a source wall connecting them that they can all fly through. Another deep uh, DC Comics reference for you there. Uh, but you know, he he gave Liam the impression that he would be moving on. Yeah, he may yeah. not have directly said it, but he, he, there was an impression made. Yeah. And Angel and I agree in the chat uh, when discussing, you know, Bobby said he doesn't see how uh, Emma's being selfish. I go, it's because she's absolutely just ignoring her true love's wishes. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. after a horrible accident, refusing to pull the plug when they don't want to be hooked up to the, right, the DNR order. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it, it is. It's it's literally that she keeps bringing him back to life when he <laughs> just wants to die yeah he wants to move on yeah it's really just about i mean you know at a certain point like uh you want to keep that that like uh cj's analogy uh you want to keep that that uh person on the life support because you want to keep them in your lives but at a certain point when they're saying no, pull the plug. It's okay. It's it's just cruel, and you're not keeping that machine plugged in for them. You're, you're keeping, keeping it plugged you. in for you. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> Emma. Oh goodness gracious. Emma. Okay, you wanted to talk a little bit about, about uh, the the charming the heavy Cruella. petting between. <laughs> Would you like to try the champagne between charming and Cruella? <laughs> whoa, whoa, Cruella. Um. I just love that she's like the most honest character here ever, possibly. And I love her. Mm -hmm. I didn't love her until her centric episode. I was like, why, why, why with the bad eyeshadow? I don't understand. But now I love her and I'd like to keep her around as much as humanly possible. Come on, Henry. (laughs) Um, But she lays it out for Charming that, listen, your brother has been jealous of you his entire life and afterlife. I wonder if when you go to the underworld, you get your baby memories back. How would you get your baby? Well, obviously, James had them. Like uh, because, he had his baby memory. Yeah, because he's like when we were babies in the crib. Hey, that's what he told <laughs> Cruella. I, I also, I also felt like like they gave all this stuff to Cruella because it's too expensive to do a Josh Dallas Josh Dallas scene. It's and gonna, it, it has to happen. Yeah, it has to happen, but they can only do it once. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so complicated, they can only do it once. So they just gave all this stuff to Corella to kind of set the stage for it. And to get her on there more cuz she's yeah. cheaper than the CGI Josh Dallas. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I don't know. I just love her and I would like to keep her around. Yeah, they, there was some very heavy makeout session though. And ha- yeah. I okay, how long did that go on? Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like that was a long time to last, not if, escalate. If the it, champagne lasts more than four hours, you might want to see an underworld yeah. doctor. It, <gasps> Dr. Whale! <laughs> it's so appropriate! It's so appropriate! 
Especially with Snow standing right out in the no, hallway she, or whatever. No, she can't okay. be in the hallway because somehow, and I didn't put this in my notes, but it bothered me. She had the key, but who brings it into the room? Henry. When did she meet up with Henry in the middle of town and pass off this key? Like, <laughs> that's a scene that either needed to happen or should have just been like. I, I will agree with Angel in the chat room, though. I love the fact that Cruella knew it was David the whole time. Yes. Yes. That, that, yes. that made it for me. At first, I was like, oh, this is kind of getting weird and disturbing. It, it, oh, she knew. Oh, that's, that's it's awesome. okay. And that that's is straight awesome. up. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Just seeing how long he would let it go. Let (laughs) Let it go. Let it go. And and we'll end it there. We have not done that. We'll end it there because I'm going to start making up verses, and that can only end badly considering the the subject matter at hand. So let's let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. Okay, So uh, let's see here. I think CJ had a point about Cruella too, right? Yeah, I did, and I was uh, Angel called it out too, and it's my note. I love how Cruella's like, "Yeah, I knew it was you." I just kind of wanted to see how this was going to go. But how did Snow not know that it was James? That her, mm. her and Charming share the same heart. They yes, and, and how Why? did how did Snow wait this long to tell Charming that yes. his brother had kissed her? Yes, like, yeah, right. Especially yeah, after the whole "we were cursed." thing like that, <laughs> that was an issue the right then thing. like uh hi uh james showed up he kissed me i thought it was you sorry bro <laughs> right like i felt like that should have been like a much much earlier especially because she pointed out oh you changed you just got to the underworld <laughs> and you brought nothing with you what did yeah, he right. change into it makes no sense they hadn't discovered their apartment yet with all of their pictures and belongings and mm-hmm. a box full of sweaters <laughs> like <laughs> But yet, but yet, when Elsa was staying with them, they couldn't give her a sweater. <laughs> no, <laughs> she had to stay in the same dress. Or the whole a time. brush for her hair. <laughs> She's like, "This is bound to my skin with contract magic. <laughs> it's the strongest kind of magic. <laughs> it's Disney magic." <laughs> Where wishes come true, except if you're Elsa. I just want pants. <laughs> You, you know, uh, to end here, CJ, uh, you have a really good point about a, another underworld version of a magical item. Yes. Right? Um, is there an underworld version of the hat? More than um, likely. Because didn't it get destroyed or mm-hmm. at least the magic of it got destroyed when they released the fairies? If the pen is sentient enough to wind up in the underworld, certainly mm-hmm. the hat, which is arguably the strongest magical item, is going to be in the underworld. See, I kind of had a theory for a while that that's where the hat led. Like to that, help? that's where that, that was the holding cell or something like I, for a while, I thought it was going to be the place the hat takes you is the same place you go. If you've been under a sleeping curse, that red room oh, thing, I would love to from see that season again. two is the underworld. Although, I mean, the red room and the underworld are both tinted red. So, I mean, it could, very, it, no, there's it, the, there are very tiny red man comes up to you and starts talking in gibberish. Sorry. Beep, Twin beep, 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 beep. <laughs> um, yeah. I yep. want that room back, but I'm mm-hmm. sure we can't afford it. Yeah, probably not. Probably, probably not. not. But it's already made. But like, yeah, don't it, we just have to hit like a render button or something? Yeah, since since they are leaning so hard into the whole, uh, you know, everything in Storybrooke has an equivalent down here. I would love to see the hat again. Would be nice. Also, Mrs. Padmore. You know, considering that the well, that Liam 
that Liam throws the uh, yeah definitely was not where it belongs. I uh, but since the well, uh, Liam threw the pages in it, and they went down to Hades realm. I wonder if the well in Storybrooke leads somewhere Ooh. else to a different realm too. Or maybe well, it's just all water does. Rivers in Hades area, like maybe mm-hmm. after a while, just that well is enchanted because it's Storybrook and everything's enchanted. Maybe that's how they get back. They go down one of the rivers and it ends up just under the well in Storybrook. I can do this all. <laughs> yeah, they need Pocahontas. Pocahontas <laughs> takes them home all day. And they're they're like, wait, it's another real person who was also a Disney movie, so now they're a fictional person too. Like just around the riverland. Okay, okay, guys. I think I think we've we've sussed it out here. And uh, oh, by the way, in the chat room, Monica says no sweater for Elsa. Um, <laughs> Come back one year. <laughs> okay, but but um, since since I I think I think we've discussed the episode pretty thoroughly here. Yeah. It's time for the arbitrary scale. Ooh, good. The boys wanted to do one of these. Okay. <laughs> So out of I, – I hope it lives up to your, your hopes and dreams, CJ. Out of 56 mistaken make-out sessions, oh. how many mistaken make-out oh. sessions do you give this episode? And we'll start with you, CJ, since you've been waiting so long. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it the – I'm going to give it 13 because that's the number of the devil. Wow. Uh, nice. Also, really I really didn't like this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yes. Fair enough. Any any, any particular reasons why? Um, I mean, just everything in this episode just seems so half-hearted and just like they're like they're not even trying. The actors barely feel like they're trying. Everything like they're covering up plot holes by creating other plot holes, and it just makes no sense to me whatsoever. Hmm. Yep. Okay, Anne Marie, out of fifty-six mistaken makeout sessions with just a little bit of tongue. <laughs> Oh, there was more than a little. <laughs> um, 34 and a nibble. 34 and a nibble. <laughs> <laughs> why? And why the nibble? Because, yeah, I don't have a nibble. Make out sesh. Um, sesh. Uh, um, yeah, this was not their best work ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it had potential, but it felt very throwaway we want to use this actor again because we didn't fit them into the 100th episode like we promised them we would so we gave them a whole episode Mm -hmm. that's what this half season feels like is we had these people that we really wanted in that 100th episode but we didn't fit them in but not like this what (laughs) wow we wanted all these characters but not like this right we didn't want this not like this (laughs) nope Um, uh, let's see, uh, over in the chat room, Bobby gives it 34 mistaken makeout sessions. Angel gives it 42. It was all right. I'm glad that Henry is finally, uh, drawing attention to him being unused. Yep. The backstory was all right, but slightly predictable. And Cruella and David saved some of the points. Uh, very, very true, which is why they were also the arbitrary scale. Uh, let's see. As for me, I'm going to give it, uh, 20 mistaken makeout sessions because not my favorite episode. Mm-mm. I, in fact, I, I, like Angel said, you know, I think the Cruella and David scene saved it a bit for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I just felt like it was very kind of wishy washy and weird thematically. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. I, I hope for better next week. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So. I'm bringing the Haterade I.O. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, which, by the way, uh, CJ, we're, we're going to go ahead and let you go here for a minute. Uh, but why you don't, don't want to let him on news? Uh, no. Okay, fine. No, we're going to go oh. ahead and let him go. All right. Let but it go. But I wanted go. to try and do Skype lag with uh, the da 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 
<laughs> you know what? Okay, I guess we have to keep you around for the news then. Now, time for the news. News. First up, the ratings. Great lag. Once Upon a Time dipped 0.01 to a 1.0 to both season and series lows. So And next week ain't going to be much better because it always dips after a bad episode. Yeah, so it's going to be like... It's going to be like low, 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 low. Get, get low, low, get low, get low. Get low. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, next week, I which might because be appropriate. You live in Florida now doesn't mean you can start quoting Flo Rida. <laughs> <laughs> I love Flo Rida. <laughs> but but uh, you know, considering uh, the, the the ratings drop and everything, uh, next week's episode title is probably pretty fitting. It's called R Decay. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead and take a look at this preview. Uh, as we know, it's going to be a Zelina centric episode. We get uh, Zelina and uh, Hades flashback in, in case the tree you needed another one over in Oz. Uh, looks like a, the one thing that excites me about this looks like we get some munchkins. <gasps> and we there get, was a munchkin? Yeah, and we get yeah. a CGI scarecrow. Oh. Which, yes. Maybe that's where the budget went. Maybe I that's do. why. And also Zelina riding a bicycle. But yeah, maybe that's where the budget went. It went. It all went to the scarecrow. In, in which case, I might be okay with that blue hair. Ah, which maybe. Case. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, let's see here. And then we also have a, a couple other little bits and bobbles here. We got a little uh, teaser uh, from the script from Adam, which confirms a very shady character shady, will be coming back. Shady blue. Yes, uh, Adam Horowitz tweets out a. Sc- Scripties, which, by the way, you get a link to all these uh, news items at greetingsfromstorybrook.com. Bell, you, you want to act this out? Oh, hold on. I don't have a Okay. Up. I'll be Bell. You be Blue Fairy. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I okay. get to be blue. I get to be blue. Okay. Hold on. Copying, pasting. I don't normally show mine, so I don't open them. Oh. <laughs> okay. Ready? I will be by the time you get there. Okay. Mother Superior, why, what's going on? Nothing. Everything's fine. I was a Southern Belle. You were a Southern Belle. <laughs> and I was Shady Shady Blue. <laughs> yes, you were. Yes, you Nothing. were. Everything's fine. Definitely. So, so yeah, we will be getting Blue Th- Fairy back. I hope we, we get some sort of origin or explanation for her before the oh series wraps up. All I want is a Blue origin story. It would be nice. I, I, are, are you a fan of the, uh, shady, the shady, shady Blue? blue? Oh, uh, yes. Definitely. I, I, I'm fully in favor of her being the absolute dark one. Yes. <laughs> yes. The dark one above the dark one. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. She, she's the one that somehow created the dark magic that created the dark magic. Yes. <laughs> I like it. I can see it. She hatched it in an egg. I like it. It's and we, we have uh, one more story here. It's kind of spoilery, so you it might want to skip ahead about two minutes. If, if uh, We'll give you a couple seconds, seconds, seconds. We seconds, haven't seconds, done seconds, spoilers seconds, in this section seconds, in a while. Seconds, seconds. Okay. Here's the spoiler story. Amory, you describe this because I didn't look at it yet. Okay. So um, set pictures have been coming out, and this is Sam Witwer, which people will know him from such things as Star Wars Rebels. He played Doomsday on Smallville. He, okay. He played Doomsday on Smallville. Empire being human. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, being human. Uh, he's Darth Maul on Disney Infinity 3.0, so my children will know him. Um, there's lots of Star Wars on his repertoire, and so which is why I don't know him. But he's in, you know, a very fancy getup, mm-hmm. um, and has a giant scar on his face and all that. But um, there are people. This website, which is Tom and Lorenzo, if anybody knows them, love them. Um, they're saying maybe Doctor Jekyll of Jekyll and Hyde. Mm-hmm. I know you had been throwing around that some set pictures looked like the Brothers Grimm, and I'm assuming this is one of the people you were speaking of. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, or is this somebody completely different? Because so, his character name is Jacob. Mm-hmm. If that, or at least that's what IMDb says. So somebody decided the character's name is Jacob. Um, what were the names of the brothers, Grim? I forget. I don't know. I'll check it out. This is watch us Google things. Um, so there's that. I just wanted to share that because well, Jacob, now th- Jacob, and Wilhelm Grimm. Oh, okay, so yeah. you probably Grimm. win. You win yeah. more than Tilo. You know, one thing I do notice about these pictures, though, Why? is that he he's dressed very much like uh like Hades is in this episode in the flashback. Yep. In that very kind of like a I guess Victorian, Victorian. area era. So maybe they're from the same world, from the same place. Maybe maybe Hades' secret has to do with these characters, and maybe yep. that's why they come in right at the end. Next okay. Interesting. They mentioned him. Or, oh, apparently we did mention him when he was cast. Good mm-hmm. to know. Um, but also for comedicness, um, I just wanted to share this lovely little quote from the Tilo site. Uh, it says, honestly, we have no idea what's going on in the show anymore. And the ads for it make it sound pretty awful. But Sam Whitworth's cute and he looks great in this costume. So that's the reason we're sharing it. <laughs> um, seriously, Once Upon a Time fans, what's going on over there? Is, there an, is it any good or are you just hanging in there until the bitter end? We only <laughs> ask because we never hear anyone speak fondly of this show anymore. <laughs> Depends on the week. Depends it depends on the week. On the week. Yeah. Um, I just I found that funny, so I wanted to share it. Okay, nice. spoilers over. Okay, also news over. So I guess now we're going to let CJ go. Yes. But before we yeah. let you go, CJ, why don't you tell people where they can find you online and all the cool stuff you're doing over on Geek.io. Absolutely. You can catch all the things over on the Geek.io media network over at geek-io.net. Uh, fans of this show would particularly like the show that myself and Jared Azevedo do call, uh, called Small Screen Spoiler Show. We take the last week's shows. We completely just go run all through them with spoilers and everything like that. We're discussing Daredevil. We're talking Gotham and its horrible, awful goodness. What? Whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. I knew that would get you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about uh, that at another time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we will Agents have words. Of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, and um, Lucifer, maybe? I don't remember. <laughs> Lucifer. Uh, but we, yeah, we, we uh, record that Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern over at geek-io.net slash live. Anybody here, anybody at all is welcome to come hang out with us, uh, hang out and talk some spoilers with us. Neat. Yeah, it's, it's been a while since I've been on a Geek.io show, too. I, it's probably about, about time you guys had me on as a guest. So I'm going to invite myself. Oh, anytime. <laughs> Sometime in the future when I'm not quite so busy. You know how to get a hold of me. Yeah, I do. <laughs> this is true. I'll, pay, I'll pick up the CJ phone. Gordon's in jail. <laughs> <laughs> He's out. And, and uh, one of these days, too, we're going to have to catch up with you at Disney uh, on one of our Disney excursions. But until then, we're going to hang up on you. Bye, CJ. Adios. Bye. Bye. All right. Thank you very much, CJ. Yeesh. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure chatting with you. And I... I no, I didn't expose you. Thank good. Okay, cool. Whoa. So now uh, we're going to end up with some feedback, feedback, which, you know, next week after our decay airs, you know, you don't have to rush because we're, we're on Wednesday nights now. Except you, other Anne-Marie. Except you, other Anne-Marie, to you make sure to you rush. get it. Yep. Uh, but, you know, you don't have to rush. You can, you know, you can wheel out your boat across the water, hop <laughs> in, take a nice leisurely 
uh, sail across the way. Very steady. Go to a better place. Not choppy at all. Go to a better place. Then email us. Greetings from Storybrook at gmail.com. Tweet us at GF Storybrook. The Facebook is Facebook.com slash greetings from Storybrook. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And as usual, our first voicemail is from Bobby. Take it away, Bobby. Hey, Bill and Amory. It's Bobby. Hey! So apparently this arc is just going to be each week we find a different person or a group of people to save from the underworld and let them mm. move on. And to be honest with you, it's gotten a bit monotonous. I wish we could move on from this arc. Um, that being said, uh, it was pretty cool that uh, Henry found the quill and is embracing being the author again. Uh, I was kind of hoping that he didn't necessarily need the quill, that maybe it was just like the powers in him all along, but mm. eh, it is what it is. Um, I'm glad that whole Cruella thing is over. I didn't really see how that made any kind of logical sense. Wait, Cruella's uh, not over? Well, I think just Henry helping him is what he you means. You know, we're not hel- home yet. Helping him, helping her. We're not home yet. Yeah, that's true. Not that this show makes all that much logical sense. All, next week looks pretty cool. It looks um, uh, uh, the Oz things I saw on the preview look pretty cool. So I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to next week. And this week wasn't necessarily a terrible show. Just I kind of felt like eh, the whole time didn't feel like there was a whole lot going on. Yeah. So out of <laughs> 34 mutinous semen, uh, <laughs> whoa, I'll give it 25. I think he realized what again, he said while he like was saying it. a terrible episode. I'm just <laughs> eh, ready to move on. Back away from the arbitrary scale. <laughs> Back away from the scale. Back away from the scale. Thank you, though, Bobby. We, we appreciate the voicemail. Uh, next up is Hope. Take it away, Hope. Hey, Bill and Anne-Marie. It's Howdy, Hope. Howdy. I hope I'm not getting my, my uh, feedback in too late. It's nope. been a crazy few days. We know the um, feeling. So about the Brothers Jones, really loved the episode. But there was just one really big moment that really stood out to me. I never knew that I needed Cruella hitting on David in my life. And now that I have that glorious gem of Once Upon a Time, I want an entire half season of Cruella just making David awkward and just hitting on him and messing with him and just making him, like, super uncomfortable. I need that in my life. Can I have 12 episodes of that? Okay, I can't wait to hear the episode tonight, guys. Bye. Thank you very much, Hope. And yeah, I, I had a feeling that uh, knowing what we know about Hope, I had a feeling she'd love this episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. But but uh, it could have been better. It could have been, been better. better. Uh, Other Anne Marie, what did you think? Hi, Bill and Anne Marie. This is Other Anne Marie calling for greetings from Storybrook. Yay! I just finished watching the episode, and I'm happy to see that Zelina will returning. I mean, will be returning because she's the ultimate villain. Besides. Cruella. Mm-hmm. Zelina is just amazing, so I am really happy to see that she'll be back. Um, overall, if they keep this up, the underworld is going to be completely empty. Like, everybody's <laughs> moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it was okay to see Liam. I kind of forgot about him, to be really honest. Um, so many people died, I guess. I didn't think it was an earth-shattering, shocking episode like it was last week. Um, I don't know. It was a little boring in the beginning, I found. Uh, I'm really happy to see Henry stepping in and and really wanting to do more and seeing a bit of the old Snow back. I really like old Snow, and Henry has not been really used a lot lately, so it's good to see him um, being part part of the story. I didn't really care for The Apprentice to see him. It was just weak, I thought, and... 
really thought that we were done with him. Out of ten bottles of ink hidden under the lampshade, I'm giving it six and a half bottles. Nice. Can't wait to hear your thoughts about this episode. Bye. Thank you very much, Heather and Marie. It was great hearing from you. It's been a couple weeks, for (gasps) sure. Angel, how are you going to help those kids move on? Like, what if their unfinished business is that they never got to live their lives? (laughs) That's a really dark thought, Angel. (laughs) Well, we are in the underworld. Very true. Also, I wanted to point out that Angel said uh, that... uh, uh, she feels like the showrunners realized how underutilized Oz was, so they're doing this now with RDK. I completely agree with that. Yeah, it, it, it feels like uh, there's been a lot of wasted opportunities with Oz. Also, Rebecca Mater is a series regular. Yeah, so they, they need to have her on at least a couple times. Uh, we know they forgot about that with Robin Hood, because where was he? <laughs> okay. He was in LA. Okay, so let's see here. We have a couple letters to wrap up. Uh, first is from Alina Harris. You want to... All right, thoughts on this episode. I love Charming being mad about James kissing Snow. So funny. Greg Gurman was so fantastic as Hades. I love his approach to the role, and I love that he's having fun with it. The whole thing with David and Cruella was so entertaining. It's surprising that James was jealous of David, although that shouldn't be surprising given how awful we know King George was. Fact. Um, Don't argue with your mother or your mother. The double mother jokes this episode were great. I laughed when Liam was terrified by Hades' blue fire hair. (laughs) I'm glad Liam was able to move on and Killian was able to get some closure there. I think it was good for Killian to see that his brother wasn't and isn't perfect and that perfect unattainable unattainable pedestal he put him on and compared himself to was unrealistic. I hope that Killian is able to be easier on himself going forward. I'm glad Killian is ready to go home and have a future with Emma, even though I can't stand this pairing. (laughs) Um, The my theory is that when a soul leaves the underworld, Hades loses some of his magic, hmm. which is making him weaker, and he needs every soul to make himself more powerful to either take over real Storybrooke, and that's why Underbrook looks like Storybrooke, or it's a way to get to the real world. Very interesting. I love very that theory. Thank you very much, Alina. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- this letter uh, we've had sitting around in our inbox since December, and I kept forgetting to put it in the doc. So I, I went. So ahead it may and- or may not be relevant. Yeah, but uh, it's from Mary H, who we haven't seen in the chat room lately. Yeah, but uh, it was she, just we didn't read this letter. Yeah, she says, I am Mary H in the chat room. I have listened to your podcast for the past three years and have always thought about writing or calling in, but I have not. Usually it is because I miss the deadline and think about it after I start li- listening to the podcast. I almost missed this one, but I remembered it on time. And uh, then we and forgot then we, for four and months. Then we forgot it, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the reason I am writing is because I finally think I have the reason why Rumpel took the dagger back. I am kicking myself for not thinking of this sooner or that no one else has come up with this theory. I think he took the dagger because he knew that Emma or Hook, whichever one was left after the darkness was severed from Excalibur, would come to him uh, for how to get them back from the underworld. He did not have to go with them, but he did. Uh, he followed them and took the dagger for one reason, and it, that was to get Bay back. Mm. Uh, Balefire has always been his reason for doing everything. Why should he stop this pattern now? You know, and that's true because he was looking for Bay. Yeah, and he ha- and he had kind of a suspicious look in his eye when uh, Emma mentioned that Bay yep. was in Carnival Land. Yep. Uh, he also wants to have power, and he wants his loved one to accept him as he is. Uh, he wants to have his cake and eat it too. I have thought that ever since he married Belle and stole the dagger. I have thought that ever since he married Belle and stole the dagger from her. Mm-hmm. All alcoholics and other addicts have trouble with their vices. As much as I would love to see Rumble reject his addiction, this is not what happens in real life. Nope. 
what he needs is support and rejecting power, but I fear that his loved ones and the others, Regina and Emma included, have just about had, had enough of his backsliding. Uh, he is going down a dark path now and it, that he may not be able to escape from. Mary H. Uh, P.S. Did you catch the Behind the Magic, the story of Snow White on ABC Sunday night? Uh, Jenny Goodwin hosted it. Uh, we saw some of it. Yeah, we saw some of it. And then we fell asleep. And then we forgot your, your voicemail for several months. Email. Let's see here. Okay, so let's see here. Okay, to wrap up, you know, next week, our decay, mm-hmm. boat, wheels, Burp. afterlife. Greetings from Storybrook at gmail.com. Twitter is at GS Storybrook. The Facebook is Facebook.com slash greetings from Storybrook. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Mm-hmm. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Uh, thanks so much to our chatters tonight. Yes. Wednesday is 8.30 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. Mm-hmm. Speaking of live.universebox.com, we are going to be going live here 7.30 p.m. On this coming Saturday, Saturday April 2nd, mm-hmm. to discuss... The hit movie, Batman v Superman, with former once podcaster Rebecca Johnson of Operation Cobra Podcast. Did I get it right this time? Operation Cobra Podcast? Yes. Yes. And uh, one of our great listeners over there, Holy Bat Pastor, to discuss this movie in depth. Uh If you want to send us feedback on it, Mm -hmm. uh, go ahead and use all the information I just gave you. Or if you just want to come and hang out and chat, Saturday, 7.30 p.m., at live.universebox.com Eastern Time. We'd love to have you. It's going to be a great discussion. Uh, thanks again to CJ yes, for joining us tonight. Yes, thank you so much, CJ. And Anne-Marie, where can people find you online? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Simone. And as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the cool stuff we do at universebox.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? You can subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.universebox.com. Subscribe too. below. You should. It's a good thing to subscribe to. Make it happen. For sure. All right. Uh, Well, I guess that about does it for this week. We'll be back next week to discuss RDK. 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 I keep hearing RDK, not our decay. Yeah. It's weird. Party in the USA. Party in the USA. Until next time. Greetings Greetings from from Underworld. chest hair.